on that trophy. Second season running, that she's done so in the colours of Manchester City. Oh, lovely footwork there from Weah! A special goal in a special game from Caroline Weah. That is world class. That is outstanding. A worldie from Weah. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of MCW Fancast. I'm Emma, thanks for listening. On this week's show, we're joined by Paul Clark as we look back on recent results in both the Women's Super League against rivals Manchester United in the derby at the LSV and Wednesday night's Conti Cup group game opener against Everson at the Academy Stadium. Following the 5-1 win at the Academy Stadium against Everson, hear from Gareth Taylor speaking at full time. Uh, I thought we played well in spells. I think, you know, it was... Um... I think uh, we, we showed our superiority when it mattered. We scored some really good goals, created good attacking play on the flanks, you know, with, with Janine at times and, and and Lauren on the other side. And then, uh, you know, Jess came on and gave us fresh impetus as well. So, yeah, I thought overall it was a really good performance. You know, we tried a new system tonight, which, you know, we've only had a couple of days to, to really kind of practice. Um, you know, the way we play, we always look to, to kind of build from the back if we can, where possible. I think Everton put us under high pressure on a number of occasions and at times we were successful in beating that and I think it gave us good options that shape in the front line so yeah I think it's uh, it's a really pleasing performance tonight you know we weren't fluid in, in every moment of the game but um, you know we had to su- sustain some attacks uh, from, from Everton and certainly when the game was 1-1 or 2-1 you know it was, it was closer at times but um, yeah I think you could just see that the kind of um, players relaxing a bit more when we scored the third goal and uh, you know then it was just a case of how many we were going to get because everyone was playing with real confidence well I mean Saturday's game is difficult to kind of judge I think but if you look at our performances this season I think the performance in terms of the way we play in the building through the through the phases has been uh, has been good I think our just our box play so when we're talking about final third has been inconsistent you know, we've gone five tonight. We've gone six against Leicester. We've gone four in the opening game of the season. And then we've had, you know, some ones and zeros. So it'll always be about what happens at the top end of the pitch. Um, and I'll, I'm always confident that we'll we'll have enough good, good quality play to be able to get through to the final bit. And then it's just a case of taking your opportunity, taking your moments. And uh, like I say, tonight's a good night because sometimes you get that. And then other nights you, you come away and you probably don't get get what you deserve. Um, but yeah, level of performance for me is always a big one where you can kind of take perspective and, and look at what we're trying to achieve. And, and the good thing about working in the way we do is that we have a, a process and we can gauge success or not, but we know that the game is is one in both boxes and that never change. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, both strikers scored again tonight. They both scored on Saturday. I think... Um, you know, we know that they've, they've got goals in them. We know that they've got performances in them. And it's just our job to try and push them as much as they can because I think there's really more more to come from from all of our attacking players. And Jess Park comes on, scores as well. Looked really lively, really energetic. And, um, you know, was a, was a real thorn in the side for, for Everton's back line. Yeah, I mean, Jess, Jess has, you know, played a big part in, in me being here. And I think that, Jess has shown real good moments for us and that's what we're seeing now. We're seeing more and more of those moments on a more regular basis and that's the challenge that I've made to Jess, you know, that when you get these opportunities, you've got to make it count. You've got to take your opportunity and you've got to, 
be as lively as you possibly can. You've got to create panic in the back line. And I certainly think she did that. And I think she's done that over the, over the performances she's given us this season. So it's a real positive moment for Jess and we need to maintain that. She needs to maintain that level of performance and that level of effort. Um, because, you know, if we can get that on a regular basis, we've got a real talented player. Yeah, she did great, Ruby. I think, um, you know, that we, we saw in this player that there's a, there's a bright future ahead of her and, you know, we, we, need, we try to manage the kind of um, the right conditions for her, you know, and ideally probably in a home game just to try and make it as easy as possible. We, we can't forget that she's a young player and, um, like I say, you know, she, she took it on and played with real maturity tonight. I thought she had an excellent performance. No, I mean, it's important, you know, we take every competition you know, uh, in the right manner. And although at times it might not look that way, we, you know, we want to be successful in every competition we, we go into. And, and uh, you know, that's the case with this one. Um, we, we know we've suffered in, in another competition and we've given ourselves an uphill battle in one of the other ones. So this is one where we look at, I think it was an important game tonight for us, just because I think um, this game will potentially have a big say on who goes through to the qualifying rounds. So um, I think it was really important that we got a good level of performance, which we had, and then obviously the result, which is great. Yeah, I'm pleased. You know, I think when you look at the games we have not been successful in this season, I think we've I think we played well. I think we've created similar in terms of the opportunities like we've had tonight. We just haven't forced forced a way in and, and forced a ball over the line. So sometimes that can happen in, in football and um you know, at the end, we were pretty clear in, in uh, opportunities and, and scoring some really good goals. So, you know, I think it's just making sure that there's a there's perspective from us in terms of our performances. I always look at the performances. The results are obviously massively important. Um, and, and this one tonight just gives everyone a lift going into the international break. And I, and I feel like we really deserved it. The girls worked really hard. Well, yeah, I'm not too sure when those players will return, but I think it's it's great that you know we've um, we've gone into an international break with a good performance, a good result, and it's now just a case of hoping that players come back in in uh, good physical condition, good mental condition as well after the international break, and uh, looking forward to to going again. you're listening to mcw fancast paul great to have you back on the podcast again how are you doing a lot be- a lot better than last time when we were basically sat around with black armbands on and and everything seemed very dark at that time but uh, the last couple of results i think have shown us that uh, there's some light at the end of the tunnel um the resilience of the team and the professionalism of the team has shone through uh, and to very good results in very different ways, of course, uh, I think have, have shown that the team has responded and also the fans, judging by last night's um, very positive atmosphere, have responded too. Let's start with United first. Obviously, the Manchester derby. How did you feel heading into the game, first of all? Well, um, I was not confident that we could get a result there. Um, I, I thought the best we could hope for was a draw. Um, which obviously was the result, but I think if we'd had eleven players on the field, I think we could we would have won that game. I think we were the, a better team, 
But obviously, when you go down to 10 players uh, for, you know, nearly 60 minutes, to get any sort of result um, in that in those circumstances was a bonus. Um, so I wasn't massively confident. But when we went down to 10, I thought, oh, we're going to be struggling here. And then when we conceded two quite soft goals, I thought, oh, the floodgates might open here. But actually, in fairness to the team, they showed the same sort of resilience he had for the previous 40-odd minutes and came back into the game with, with a really good goal. So, um, I mean, both our goals were, 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 were well-worked goals. Theirs were, I, quite, I thought, quite soft. So, I thought it was it was a great result given the circumstances and it was entirely the right decision that a red card was shown for that tackle. Obviously, initially after the sort of red card, I don't think there was any sort of arguments uh, as to the decision. It was the correct one and it's just unfortunate, obviously, how it happened. I think George has probably gone in for there looking for the bounce of the ball and and just sort of mistimed it, really, I think. Yeah, I mean, the reality is that when you watch a lot of football, you you can tell when it's a bad tackle by the reaction of the, the other players. When When other players know it's malicious... There was no malice in that tackle. It was just a badly timed tackle. And the social media reaction, people abusing them online, is an absolute disgrace. And nobody in the game, and particularly in the women's game, can condone that sort of abuse. Things happen in football. Accidents happen. Things go badly wrong. Things are mistimed. You know when it's a malicious thing. It wasn't malicious. And the reaction online was absolutely disgusting. Um, you know, she's apologised. Um, she'll learn from it because she's a smart player and we move on. And the United player has accepted rightly and generously accepted the apology. So let's learn from this. She'll learn from it. And let's learn that abusing a young woman who is a very good player and a decent person is not acceptable in women's football. Yeah, definitely. Uh, well said. I think um, the response, though, from the team itself, I mean, you know, minutes after uh, the sending off, great response through uh, a great link-up play with Demi and Bunny Shaw. Well, isn't Bunny Shaw a revelation? I think she turned out to be a, a really, really good acquisition for us. I mean, I think we knew she was a good player. Her record's very good. But she's a she's an outstanding player. You know, she 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 stepped up with the other ten, the other nine players, sorry, in the United game and put a shift in. It's a long time to go in a game, you know, nearly 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 a, a, a half and a third, you know, it's, it's nearly 60 minutes worth of football to keep that intensity, to keep that level of concentration against, let's be honest, a very good United side. They're a very promising team, some good players in that side, and they've been together a long time. Uh, okay, they've lost the American imports, but that the nucleus of that team has been together for nearly, you know, at least a year and probably two seasons. So they know how to play. We're still a little bit of a work in progress because of all the injuries. And then you go down to 10 players and suddenly um, you've got a long way back from there. So to, to come out of it um, with, a, with a draw away from home, I think was probably in the circumstances the best that we could have hoped for. Yeah, um, I think it's fair to say I think United did start the game on the better foot. Obviously, they got the goal through Lucy Stanleyforth. Um, obviously, Impact Sub came on for United. Um, I thought it was quite a, a savvy little finish from uh, Stanleyforth, to be honest. Um, you know, I, I I kind of felt... I always kind of felt, felt as though United would find a way back in. 
um, to be honest. And obviously when they go ahead, um, it's now, you you know, you're looking for who's going to step up within City and, and what can we do here? How can we fight? How can, can we draw on the character and, and get something out of this game? And I think that's what we've lacked this season. And the fact that we were able to do it and able to do it against United as well. In a game that for me was very much... 50-50, which I, th- I think, you know, in terms of like the possession, in terms of the opportunities, in terms of, you know, shots on target, um, you know, it, it was a, a good battle, I think, between two good sides. And I was just really pleased with the way that, you know, Jess Park has came in, come in again into this game. And um, to be honest, when she hit it, because we were sat behind it, <laughs> I initially thought it was Jess Park who scored the goal. Um, didn't even realise till we got back to the bus and everyone saying, well, actually, no, it was Ellen White. So, um, you know, uh, but either way, you know, it was a, a spectacular effort from Jess and and great for Ellen to, to that poacher's finish to get the goal. Well, it, 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 it's, I think it typifies a player like Ellen, who's probably going towards the end of her career now, but he's still a world-class striker. And one of our younger players who's just been named in the England in 23s, which is a fantastic development for the women's game at international level. Um, you know, you've got her knocking a brilliant shot in and Ellen White just being in the right place at the right time and having the, and being calm enough just to, just to slot it away. We've said it time and time again on this podcast. You, you talk about tappings. They're only tappings if you're in the right place. Yeah. If you've made the move, if you've made that, you've got yourself in the right position. So, yeah, it was a tapping. But that's the sort of thing that a world class striker does, you know, year in, year out. You know, so so it, it was it was great. And I did I did worry when we went two one down whether we we could get back into it. But I think it shows that whatever's happened at the club over the last two or three weeks, that there may have well been an ex, you know frank exchange of views um, on the training pitch. There may have been so you know senior leaders in the team uh, will no doubt have been talking to the coaches. They've responded to whatever you know what what's been you know a difficult season so far and that was the turning point the resilience they showed and the professionalism they showed against a good side in quite hostile hostile environment in you know in, in lee which is in the, you know literally in the back of beyond um you know to go there and to show that resilience um over that period of time is, is a testament to them as a team and a testament to the fans you know who, who I think exposed the myth of Lee, you know, Sports Village being some sort of cauldron. You know, I think that I think that myth has been well and truly exposed now. Yeah, and um, I just before we do move on, I just want to say as well, the goal itself um, obviously came from a goal kick from <laughs> from Taib, and it was very much Edison esque, um, and obviously we don't we're so used to seeing City play out from the back. But it just goes to show, you know, when we do read the game and see those opportunities, it was great to see us do something a little bit different. Well, Teves really put the cat among the pigeons, hasn't she, for, for the number one shirt? Because I think we all just assumed she was, you know, you know keeping that shirt warm until um, Ellie comes back. But um, I have to say, she's, she's, she's played well and she deserves to keep the shirt. There's absolutely no doubt in my mind. I watched her last, last night uh, against Everton. She, she, her distribution is really good. 
you know, she's there's clearly at our club there's a, there's an emphasis on goalkeepers being, you know, really good at distributing the ball. We've got the, all of our keepers do that, but last you know last night and against United, her distribution was spot on, and she's not let us down. You know, and so straps as well. It was if you know she she was carrying a very heavily strapped knee as well in in both games. Well, fair play to her because yeah. you know the next one down is 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 the young keeper that was on loan at Fylde, who we called back, uh, and you really don't want her to be playing against Chelsea. Uh, not, not not I think she's not you know a good keeper, but it's a big step, isn't it, to yeah. to to go from you know being not, out of not being eased into it, let's say. <laughs> no, exactly. So so you know we 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 that's an example of all the players being willing to put the shirt on and go the extra mile players playing out of position players, you know, doing, you know, things that they wouldn't have expected to be doing. Jenny and Becky wouldn't have been expected to play at right back. You know, she, that, you know, probably the last time she played at right back was when she was under, under 14s in Canada, you know, so these players are trying their best to plug the holes and we should give them credit for that. And I think, you know, we've had a tough season, but, I think I would agree with Gareth Taylor to an extent. We've not been a million miles away and the big problem has been scoring goals. We're now starting to address that because we created a load of chances against Everton, you know, way more than they did. So we're starting to see that come 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 round. Um, you know, and, and if you look at that injury list, my daughter was saying last night in the game, you know, she said, Dad, this is just a really long list. And I said, no, it is. It's as long as I've ever seen it. In, in either the men's or the women's teams, you know, it's it's, it's pretty catastrophic when you look at it. Because um, you know, even a lot of our new players are injured, you know. Um, so they're, they're, you know, they're, they've got to come back in the team and, 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 and get used to the city way. So we've got a lot on, but fair play to, to the squad that, you know, they've stepped up and they've, they've shown what great professionals they are. Yeah, so in the end, obviously, full-time result, 2-2. Happy with the point. Totally happy with the point, given the circumstances, given the pressure, given you know the, the injury list, um, given the you know the the nature of a derby against you know a very good emerging United side. I'd have took a point. I'd have took a point before the game, but I was even more delighted when we um, you know came away with a point, given that we we could have quite easily thrown that away, and we would have been in real trouble then. I think, and I think you know in, you know we, we would be way way off the pace. You know, so now we're, you know, we're starting to, you know, get back into something like where we should be and, and hopefully be able to push back for a European place, which I think is certainly attainable. Yeah. Um, and obviously Wednesday night, uh, we were back at the Academy Stadium, this time against Everton for our first group game in the Conti Cup. A fantastic result at home. Uh, how pleased were you with the result itself and the performance from the team? Absolutely delighted with the result. Everton are a, are, a, are a mystery team. You know, they're one of those teams where you look at them on paper, they should they, they should be giving us a real, you know, a real run for our money. And that was a strong always, team. It always kind of feels like that with Everton, though, doesn't it? it? It does. But you know, if you look at that team they put out last night, a strong side. You know, yeah. it wasn't the reserves. Um, and yet they don't they just don't seem to be firing given you know the quality of the players in that in that side. And last night was a case in point that, you know, we were the, you know, the better side for the majority of the game, the vast majority of the game. I think they had a 10 minute spell around the time they scored the goal. And after that, we bossed that game. You know, we, we were the better side. I mean, their right back 
will will literally be waking up in the middle of the night, sweating in the middle of a nightmare because it, she absolutely got the runner man last night. Uh, it was she just uh, Lauren Hemp just absolutely tore her to pieces. There's one moment where she just ran past her with the ball, and the right back looked like she was running on through quicksand. She just left her for dead. So it was. It was a strange one. I, I, I always think whoever I'm always like twitchy about them. And yet we always do a number on them. So uh, and that's it's really hard, isn't it? Because you Everton again, you know, you spoke, you know, at the beginning of the season, you know, a lot of, you know, me, media journalists that had them down for, you know, t- potential top three finish. Um, the the acquisitions that obviously Willie Kirk's made, the the way he's gone about his business in the summer and strengthening his drug, his squad, bringing some real good quality names into the squad uh, and and players that we know as uh, of as well and know what they're capable are uh, uh, capable of. Sorry, um, so it, it always just surprises me so much. Really, really does. And and again, I thought you know, given you know the start of the season, the result at Goodison Park. They want to come to at the academy and and right the wrongs of that game. And again, there was there was just little to to really apart from obviously when they got back into the game, the goal through Clinton, um, and and you know a few moments of possession, and um, there was really nothing to to worry about or test us or or anything really from Everton that really caused us a great. I don't know. <laughs> just any any great problem really and I, and I and I hate to say that about Everton because like I just feel like the one side that you kind of just expect more from that just never seem to really deliver I don't know if Willie Kurtz possibly over messed around too much tinkered with the side too much and inevitably it's it's just sort of not coming together for them well um, he certainly got it absolutely wrong in in the, in the league game, I mean, he got it catastrophically wrong. I mean, it was it was a disaster. He, he, first half, it was, they were just, they just felt they just were at the races. So, mm. but last night was different. That I think City grew in confidence through the game. You could see them starting to think we've got the measure of this lot. We're better than this lot, even with our reduced you know circumstance you know squad, even with people playing out of position. We're better than this lot, and. What was really encouraging last night, apart from five goals that we scored, there was a couple of chances. Bunny had one that that was, you know, one-on-one with the keeper. She might have placed it better. There was a couple of really good chances that we might have scored more goals. There was loads of balls fizzing across the box, which we haven't seen for ages. You know, that's not been happening. And All we scored from the corner. <laughs> we beat the first person at, at the... You know, a couple of times last night, it was astonishing. We actually got the yeah. ball across it. And of course, when you knock it in the, when you get it into the box in that way, and you've got someone like Bunny, who's big and powerful, then you, you, you've got a real chance of scoring a goal. I mean, she's, she, that wasn't an easy header that she had. It wasn't a free header. She had a lot of work to do last night. And by the way, let's, let's be clear about Bunny Shaw. She's not just a big uh, front, per, you know, front forward. There was a moment, probably in front of might be in front of the supporters club where she danced around a player on the touchline. She's got good feet. She yeah. danced around it. And a couple of times she she beat about three players and got out of trouble. She's a very, very accomplished player. So that was a massive bonus last night. I think we're starting to see the best of her now. Um and she put a shift in last night with Ellen White up front. They put a massive shift in last night and yeah. did give their back for a moment's peace. 
Um, this is what I'm saying about the the change in terms of the team itself. Um, I've mentioned in the past about having um, Bunny and, and Ellen playing together, and it was great to see that Gareth chose to start the squad, the, the game with them playing up front together. Obviously, we've seen them on the pitch together and in other games um, where um, either Ellie or uh, Ellen or Bunny has come on as a sub. I can't remember which game, but it was great that he started with her, almost playing with a bit of a back three, really. So it allowed us to obviously press higher. Um, but the fact that we we had goals throughout the team, you know, five different goal scorers contributing goals is really, really pleasing to see as well. We're not necessarily relying on Bunny or Ellen to get the goals. You know, everyone really contributed to that to that performance last night and it was a real team effort. Well, what you see with two with players like Bunny and Ellen is two very clever players and they create spaces. And you see this, you see that over the road at the, the Etihad, you know, people like Foden and, and, and Grealish in the men's team create, and, and David Silva before, and they create these gaps and, and drag players around, which creates opportunities for other players. So that's why we're getting goals from other players, other, other areas, because the back four don't know whether to go with Bunny, don't know where to go with Ellen. You know, the, the runs that they're moving, the positions that they're taking are really clever. And that creates a lot of chaos at the back for a team like Everton. And then other players can think, oh, I'm going to bang a goal in here. I'm going to have a shot. I mean, you know, and, you know, we were lucky last night in the sense that you've got a world-class player like Caroline Weir. That goal must be a contender for goal of the season. It was, a, she scored some worldies, but I think that might be her best yet. Yeah. Because there's I nothing on there. Her agility, just to do what she did, uh, yeah. was fantastic. Um, I think we see, I think there was a moment like that with Jess Park, I think it was last season. Um, different kind of goal, but very similar, you know, a solo effort. Um, just drove with the ball, knew what she wanted to do and got the finish. And it was an incredible finish. And I think it's gone viral, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah, well, it has. It's, it, yeah. It, 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 certainly all the, all the different women's football um websites and blogs they've all gone this is a this is a brilliant goal it's a worldie you know she, she's not one for scoring a tap in caroline she likes to do it the uh the hard way um but you know it, it, it was you know she, she she's one of the unsung heroes of that city side you know i think you know the people think you know that there's lots of big names in that in that in that team you know the likes of lucy and and um you know steph and, and jill and others but she is a world-class player in my view she's absolutely brilliant she just puts she works hard she's capable of scoring great goals she puts a lot of pressure on other players um i think she's great and i think the other thing that that, that struck me last night when i was watching the game just how much of, of a difference kira walsh makes to us you know when she's playing we look like a different side she makes that team tick in a way that you only notice when she's not there when she's not there you suddenly think hang on as good as the replacements are, mm. but she makes that team tick in a way that is quite uncanny and 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 really, you know, show, again shows she's developing into, you know, one of the best players in Europe in that position. But but, but without any doubt in my mind, Kira's just sometimes she just makes it look so easy, like yeah. as if it's effortless for Kira to do what she does with such. Precision and and she's just 
she's just unbelievable. I've said it before. She's a player that plays beyond her years. Um, she reads the game so well and she understands the game like no one I know. <laughs> um, she's unbelievable. Yeah, she she it's that it's that reading of the game and being able to get in position herself to you know mop up the the tr- any trouble, make things happen. Uh, a passing is sublime at times. Um, you know she's not scared to put a foot in. Um, you know she's just a very very good player, and you know always with great players you never notice how great they are until they're not there and you go, hang on, why, why are we struggling today? Oh, because that person's not there. That player's not in the team. Um, so having her back, I think, has made a massive difference. It's, it's given a stability to the midfield that we lacked a little bit, uh, but also a bit of guile, as you say, and, and, and a bit of class as well. Yeah, definitely. So, so that, that was a real positive last night. Other, speaking of positives, Ruby May is supposed to be buzzing this morning. <laughs> Finally got to start. Well, she, she's got her own song already, so that's that's not bad, is it? You know, about ten minutes into the game, there was a there's a Ruby Mace chant from the supporters' club, so that was great. Um, no, I mean she absolutely what a debut, what a debut last night. I mean uh, that's one of the best debuts I've seen at, at our club. Uh, I think she she absolutely nailed it last night against you know good players. You know, Tony Duggan is a still a very very good forward. You know, and and she she had her in a she she wasn't phased, uh, but what really impressed me was she, her willingness to get on the ball, her willingness to want the ball because you know you might you might think oh it's my debut I don't want to make a, a, a cock up, but she absolutely wanted the ball and not only when she got the ball her passing was excellent as well she hit one two three balls I thought oh there that's really good you know so she she really she, I can see why they signed her. Uh, she looked at home, in, uh, you know, in what is what was pretty much a makeshift back four, um, you know, and it was interesting. I was uh, what I was watching was whether Alex Greenwood, who was a sort of senior pro in that back four, whether she was trying to sort of basically, you know, get her through the game. She she didn't need that at all. She looked she looked to the man of born to me. She looked like she'd been playing at that level for for quite a long time. Yes. She's a young player. Yes, there's lots of work to be done, but the, it showed last night that she's got the potential, certainly to be in the England under 23s very soon, and potentially if she keeps on with the progress that she, you know, that she that she showed last night, to to be in the senior squad before so very long as well. So, and let's not get carried away. It's one game, but it wasn't. She wasn't playing Ipswich in the FA Cup. She was playing against top pros, top side, and she looked great. She looked like she she was she's you know she's got the confidence to kick on, and be a really really great asset to our squad, particularly at the moment. Because I, I was I was thinking during the United game, Mannion was playing for United, and I was thinking, well, you know, she's a good player as well, and we got a shot of her. She'd she'd be playing for us today if she stayed the city. Well, I think Ruby Mace is a much better long-term prospect. Um, she just looked like she had everything that you need to be a very, very good player in the WSL. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I was really impressed and, and really pleased for her as well, um, given the weight that she's had, uh, but to come in and, and, and really say, you know, this is me, this is what I can do. 
yeah, it, I, I wish her all the best. I really do with it because, like you said, she's just shown what she can do. And she's definitely a, a real upcoming prospect for the future and the growth and development under the club itself. I'm sure she will develop and, and nurture into what will be a, a fantastic player for the future. Well, she strikes me as, a, 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 from what I can see and, and what she says on Twitter and, and, and what she said in, 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 in other interviews and, and comments, she strikes me as a very sensible young player who, who is keen to listen, keen to learn from top-class players. And, and if, you've got, if you're playing with the likes of Lucy Barnes, I'm training with the likes of Lucy Barnes, Alex Greenwood, Steph Horton, Janine Becky, those sort of players, then you are going to get better if you listen and she strikes me as the sort of player that is going to really listen and really take the opportunity of playing at one of the best clubs in the world. Um, so I wish her all the best because she definitely showed last night that she's got the potential to, you know, in the future, as Steph comes towards the end of her career, potentially step in, into that role. Um, so that's, that's a really positive thing that we can think of a, a bit of long-term development at centre-half. Alana Kennedy also back in the squad as well. Um, I think it's also worth just talking about, though, Alex Greenwood, because I think over the last two games, and and I certainly feel, feel as though she is one player that is at times has been overlooked. Her start of the season, just building on from last as well, because I thought she was fantastic last season too. What a great player, uh, what an asset she really has become for this City side. Totally. Um, she her leadership in the last two games has been outstanding. She stepped up into, you know, I don't know where what her status is in the leadership team in the dressing room, but given that quite a few of our leaders are are, are not on the pitch, she's stepped up. And not only that, she's a, a again an other another top class player, absolutely top class player. Where you know, I, I think she was outstanding last season. I think she she was great last season. You know, she was playing out of position last night. I know, she, I know she's played at left-back in the past, but she sees herself, an England seer, as a centre-half now. So she was prepared to take one for the team last night. And she was organising that back three, four, however you want to, however it looks. <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know, she, she is a player that looks to go forward. She stepped up. I think Alana Kennedy grew in confidence because she knew she was playing with a really good player next to her. And I thought credit to Alana Kennedy after the you know the mishap she had in the, the in 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 the in the game recently, um, she shrugged that off. I thought she grew into the game and looked like a really really good player. I could see why she's been signed. Uh, I always knew she was a good player, but she showed it last night. She didn't put a foot wrong. She played very strongly. I thought, but yeah, Alex, Alex I think is one of those players that you think if you underrate her, then you you don't know much about football. And I think if you asked her teammates and you asked a New England manager who does know the game, is she the sort of person that you put you know, straight onto your team sheet? Everybody would say, yeah, we put her on the team sheet. Because one, she's technically very good. Two, she reads the game really well. And three, she puts a shift in. And when you get those things together, then you do get a, a top-class player who we needed last night. And she stepped up massively. And and you know she stepped up against United because she was getting you know they were giving her you know a, the you know a really hard time because she's an ex you know, ex United player but she didn't care she did, she shrugged it off and got on with the game because that's the sort of pro she is uh, why she didn't go to the Olympics will remain 
one of the great mysteries of, of women's football. I, I have no idea why she didn't go to Tokyo. Madness. Absolute madness. She's a great player, great attitude. She should have been on that plane. And I think the last few games is a big sort of to you. You know, it's a big yeah. two fingers to, to that selection, which was wrong. She should have gone. Obviously, on an international break now, um, which, oh, again, when the last international break came along, I kind of felt we needed it. But now I kind of feel like we've got the results. I kind of want us to, to push on a little bit. Uh, once we return from the international break, we have got Chelsea at home, semi-final of the FA Cup uh, on Halloween night, which is a little bit random. Uh, but one to look forward to or just one to sort of ponder over in the next couple of weeks? <laughs> I, 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 I have mixed feelings about that game. I mean, you know, you, 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 you could, it could be a horror show, couldn't it? If it's you know, on Halloween, it could be, you know, the, an, an, a nightmare and everything goes wrong. But... Um, I think I think it's I think it's a tricky one. I, I think gao has been a little bit unlucky with the fixtures because we you know we were playing top sides repeatedly all the time and we don't get much of respite. And I'm not knocking the teams a bit further down the league, but this you know we, we could have done with perhaps playing not having Chelsea straight after the international bit. But you've got to, you've got to play the big teams, and we've got to recognise that we are a big club. We are one of the four big clubs in that league. So we have to go and face Chelsea. They are a very good side, but we're starting to see some, you know, shoots of recovery coming through now. So I think two, two, two matches ago, I think we'd have been, you know, looking at that game through our fingers and thinking, oh God. But now I think we can go in with, with a degree of confidence. Um, they're a bit hit and miss this season. You know, they're not, they're, they're, they can miss fire as well. So I think if you can't go into an FA Cup semi-final, and be fired up and, and, and give it a good go, um, I think there's something wrong. And I don't think there's, you would question the commitment of our players. And let's be honest, most games that we play against Chelsea are tight affairs. There's not much in it. There's not much in it. And the two teams that go out and play football, I mean, the 3-3 the, the uh, at, the, at the academy was one of the best games of football I've ever seen. It was madness. You know, everyone just thought, oh, we're not just we're not doing defending today. We're just going to go at it. And I think it'll be that sort of game. And the prize is, for us as supporters, a trip to Wembley. So, you know, let's keep our fingers crossed that we, we can get another day out of Wembley. Uh, I think it'll be a tough game because they are, they are a very good side. But I think we've got the quality in our team. And, and we may get some of those players back, some of the, some of the players that are fringe, I'm not expecting Lucy or, or, or Steph necessarily, but I think um, we'll start, maybe Vicky Lasorda might be back and, and, and we might see another couple of players, you know, at least make the bench. So we'll have a full complement of substitutes. Um, so not an easy game. Um, I, I, if we win it, I would be delighted. Um, I think it's, I think they will be the favourites, sadly. Um and I hope that one season we get to semi-final and we don't play Chelsea. Because I think Chelsea fans will be thinking, we don't want to play in City either. You know, I think we're all bored of, you know, one of, one, one of two really good sides going out at that stage. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind a final. 
<laughs> but the, no, we, no, can't, I mean, we cannot keep meeting like this in the semis, surely. I'd be more than happy to play them in the final because anything can happen in the final. And in fairness, anything can happen in the semi-final. But I, I, I wouldn't, I would, I'd sort of, would, I'd mind less losing at Wembley than losing at the Academy. You know, that, I know that sounds a strange thing to say, but at least you've got the day out at Wembley. And it's yeah. a massive event and, you know, it, it, they've got a big fan base. We've got a big fan base. It's a lovely atmosphere. You know, I think if, if we were playing them in the, in the final, we'd probably break the record for attendance um, because I think with the casual people that come to the final, I think it would be, a, a you know, a, a 60,000 plus crowd. Um, so I, I'm just hoping that, you know, we, we, we go into that game with confidence. Um, they're not unbeatable. They are fallible and they've misfired a couple of times already this season. They struggled past to get past Brighton um, and, and that, that to form, you know, some of the big guns that they didn't want to drag off the bench for the event, you know, to prepare them for the Juventus game. So I think that it's not an ideal tie, but if you want to win or something, we keep saying it, you've got to beat the best teams, particularly in the, in the, in the last stages of any competition. And we've got a good record in the cup. You know, we've got a proud record in the FA Cup. Um, and, you know, it'll be two clever coaches going up against each other. Um, and, and who knows how many Chelsea players come back for the international break and, and maybe carrying injuries as well. Because, you know, they're, they're wall-to-wall internationals as well. So um, they've got a lot of players that will be um, coming back, perhaps with niggles. So let, let's, let's see how it plays out. I just hope we get some players back and we, 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 we've got a little bit on the bench that we can throw on if, if we need to, uh, either to, to, hold, you know, to show up something or, or to go after the game. We shouldn't be scared of them. Um, we should be respectful, like we always are. We should understand they're a good side. But when you look at our team, it's wall-to-wall internationals as well. So um, I think we... we, we and, and, and anything can happen in a cup tie. Literally anything. Um, and I think, um, you know, you might, somebody might knock it in from 25 yards. We might actually get a set piece that works. You know, there's all sorts of things that, that can happen. But um, I think we're starting to turn the corner. Um, it's coming at the right time. Hopefully we won't have any more injuries from an international break and we can kick on and, 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 and give our fans a well-deserved trip out to Wembley. Uh, again, because it is a great day out. It's a, it's the best for me. Yeah, without a doubt, I'd love love for us to be able to do that. But just got to concentrate on the gaming and <laughs> see what happens on the day. Um, I think um, I, I do almost feel uh, and hope that this at, at this point now that City are coming out of the the other side of of this bit of a, a lull that we've been having. Uh, does it feel like that for you at the moment? Totally. And I think last night, it wasn't just sweat and blood. It wasn't just commitment. We looked like a team that started to, we were knocking the ball around. And I think once we realised we had the measure of Everton last night, some of the passing, some of the movement, some of the you know, things that we expect from a City side, building from the back, you know, beating their high press. They had a high press for quite a long time and it didn't really phase us that much. There was a lot of really good, positive stuff that came out of last night. We looked like the city team that we we know and love, for, for and that's the first time I think this season I could say that. I think if we played like that against West Ham and, and and Tottenham, which of course is the old what if thing, if we played anywhere like that against them, we'd have won those games. 
Mm. We just didn't perform in those games for whatever reason. Last night wasn't just let's get stuck in, let's roll our sleeves up, let's make the best of it. There was lots of really good quality play going on there. And they, they made a very good evidence there and looked quite ordinary at times. Uh, and, uh, you know, we had, we had a number of chances, not, not and created, you know, out of, you know, out of good play, not out of, you know, just hiking it forward. We were trying to make it, you know, and the passing looked great. Um, midfield was much stronger. Having two good players up front helps. So, yeah, I think there's a lot to be more optimistic about. You know, we've still got a lot of problems. But um, I think, you know, if you think about all those players that have got to come back in, and at some point they will, you know, I mean, I think Lucy Bond's rehab's quite advanced now. When you start to get those players coming back in, everything changes again because they are top flight players in a top flight squad. So I do feel for Gareth um, because I think, you know, he couldn't have predicted, um, you know, this level of injury. Uh, and I think last night he got it right tactically as well. I think he got he got the formation right with what he had. You know, it wouldn't have been if you said to him at the start of the season you got the you got the board out and said let's play let's put everybody on that board. That wouldn't have been the formation he, he chosen. But given that what what he had to work with, I thought he got the tactics right and I thought he motivated them properly. Um, and the t- and his substitutions were quite canny as well. Um, you know, it's great when you can bring someone like Jill Scott on. I thought Jess Pack when she came on, I thought she had a, she had a really solid um, twenty minutes or so. So I think he got he got it right last night. So let's let's hope that the pressure's off him a bit and off the players, and that they can use this time um, to get some players back. Those players that are going on international duty to get some good training in, um, and for him to work with them a bit more, particularly the newer players, uh, and get them, you know ready for a big game against Chelsea and then what hope what we hope will be a strong sort of last two thirds of the season really yeah um I I'm gonna try and do this in the, in the most hypothetical way but if obviously there's no change to the side upon the return from the international break same players available to us would you look more towards the city side that lined up against United, or would you go for the city side that lined up against Everton? I think, g- given the quality of the performance last night, I'd be minded to go with the, the side that played last night or a version of that. Um, because I, I don't think we've got quite enough enough numbers to to play too flexibly. You know that uh, in a way the city would normally play. I think. You need you need to get your good players, the guile players, the the clever players on the field, and that for me, I'd have, I would have Bunny and Ellen in the side against them because I think it would cause some problems. Because I I've got I don't rate Millie Bright at all. I, I have no time for Millie Bright as a player. I think she's I don't think she's anything like the way she's the standards she's cracked up to be. So I think they would cause her a lot of problems, um, particularly, um, and I think that their back four would 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 you know find that more difficult to deal with. So. I think given what, you know, we, we, we don't know who's going to be available. And I don't know how, I don't even know how long George Stanway's banned for. I don't know if she's, she's on a one or a three match. I think it's um, three. Yeah, so she's not available. And she, you know, and she she's the sort of player you want in the, in that sort of game because she does, you know, make it awkward for players, you know, to yeah. say the least. You know, and, and that's, 
that can be to the detriment of the other bits of it again that are really good. But those sort of games, I also think the Chelsea City games can be quite niggly as well. You know, just because they're good players and they don't, they don't give an inch. You know that it's not that that it's nasty. It's just that the two really good teams you just won't give an inch. And that's how it should be. That's how it should be in the women's game. We should be seeing teams that just front it up and say, "Right, we're going to go at it," and we're not. We're, 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 we've got pride in what we do as, as professionals, um, and we're going to we walk we walk back down. So, I think we've we've got that in the team now. I think we showed a real spirit over the last two games, and I think that will carry us into that game, uh, which is tough and will be tough. But I think um, I'm much more. I wouldn't say relaxed because that's that's stretching no. it. Well, <laughs> relaxed, not relaxed, was... not relaxing yet, Paul. <laughs> no, 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 not not relaxed, but a little bit more, um, a, a bit more confident in. The, we're starting to see us learning the lessons and starting to um, put that into practice. In a you know, you know, you can't read too much into one game, but I think with the two games, I think it's shown that we're, we're starting to pull round into a much stronger position than we were, you know, and I don't think we're going to give away as many silly points as we have this season, uh, you know, for the rest of the season. I think we'll be, we'll be kicking on. So, Paul, how are you going to spend the next couple of weeks? Well, I'm going to do two things. I'm going to try not to get too worried or wound up about the Chelsea game, um, but I'm also going to uh, spend some time watching the uh, England team um, I really rate the new manager. I think she's fantastic. A real breath of fresh air. Um, I'm delighted that she's created an England under 23 um, um, sort of feeder squad, which is brilliant. I think that's exactly what the game needs. We want to see young players coming into that squad. I think sometimes that England squad can feel a bit like a closed shop. So we want to make sure that the, the, the young talent's coming through. And obviously Jess Park is part of that. Um, so I'll be watching the England team and I'll be mulling over what we, what we might have achieved with that team if we'd had a decent manager at the World Cup. So um, I think it's a lot to be positive about and I think we need just need to switch our attention to the national side because I think there's a huge amount of potential. You look at that squad now, that's a really, really strong England side now and we're starting to see some good young players come through. So we have a good manager, a good squad, um, and big crowds uh, at, during the England games, I think it, it's only going to be good for the women's game in general. And I'm really looking forward to watching England over the next uh, couple of weeks and then get back to the business end, which is, you know, back back at the academy and, and rowing the team on and hopefully get to another FA Cup final. Definitely. Well, thank you ever so much, Paul, for joining me. Always appreciate your time. Uh, enjoy the next couple of weeks and I will see you at the Academy on the 31st of October for that semi-final against Chelsea. Yeah, brilliant. Thanks, Emma. Cheers. Cheers. See you later. Bye. Hi, I'm Janine Becky and you're listening to MCW Fancast. And that's it for this week's episode. Thanks to Paul for joining me. Also, thanks to Charlotte for editing this week's episode. We'll be back after the international break on Friday, the 29th of October. And in the meantime, we're just going to be sat around, not worrying about Chelsea and the FA Cup semi-final that we've got once we return. We'll see you then. 